0: Welcome to It's All Recruiting, the show that looks at everything through the lens of recruiting. I'm your host, Jim Stroud. Hello, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another action-packed episode of the It's All Recruiting podcast. I'm your host with the most, Jim Stroud. With me is a a special guest. Special guest, if you would, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do. Mm.
1: Thank you, Jim. This is Julia Gomez, and I'm working on something really exciting called Brandful Code, and we are really trying to help companies become brandful, which is really all about having employees behind the brand 100%.
0: Interesting. interesting. Now, I was fortunate enough to see uh, Brandful in action. I I, I was impressed by uh, the results of what I saw. Can you share a couple of uh, case studies for audience so that they can get a good idea about what, what Brandful does?
1: Sure. Uh, well, I guess the biggest case study is I was at JetBlue for about eight years, and that's really where I got the idea and the concept for Brandful. And I'd say when I was at JetBlue, it was very brand- Brandful. It, from the recruiting, from people coming in, to um, the employees on the line people were really there because they were passionate about travel Um, Mm -hmm. passionate about at that point the mission was bringing humanity back to air travel and uh, it just resonated through every single thing that the company did so I'd say uh, that's one that I lived through uh, and this was quite a while ago (laughs) haven't been there uh, recently but um it, it really was fantastic. And what I would call is brandful. And there are, you know, many of others, I'd say Patagonia, Wegmans, which I'm in New York, we just got a Wegmans here. And uh, just going through Wegmans, you can see um, which I was just there the other day. Uh, I was talking to someone behind the deli counter, and she couldn't be more thrilled to have been there. She just was such a foodie. Uh, she Before <laughs> working there, she knew so much about the different foods. She was so excited to meet the chefs and just be part of it all. Well,
0: wow, that's, that's the kind of employee you want working for you, somebody who's a, a real fan of what they do.
1: You know? Yeah, yeah. And authentically, you know, she lives it. She, um, you know, outside when she's not working at Wegman, she's catering, she's cooking, she's actually she's vegan, she was telling me. So a lot of the products that they sell there, uh, she convinced me to purchase the Impossible Meat, which I'm now a fan of.
0: Really? <laughs> um, I, never yes. Been, the whole concept of it just runs me, me the wrong way. I don't know. I'm even but not yeah. adventurous well, enough.
1: Jim, when I was cooking this, even when I opened the packet, it felt like real ground beef. And then even cooking it, it didn't fall apart. And in fact, it was funny. While I was cooking it, I had the package there next to it that said impossible. And that was exactly what I was thinking. I said, this can't be possible. But it was. And it's very good. My husband's a carnivore. He loves it.
0: Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm wondering if I were in Wegmans uh, shoes and I was doing a bunch of hiring and I mm-hmm. wanted to find uh, foodies like the person who took care of you, uh, mm-hmm. I probably want to start by getting a good feeling for how people even think about Wegmans. Wedg- um, and I know mm-hmm. with your tool, I could get a lot of sentiment around what people are thinking about the employment brand of Wegman. Is that correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. So in terms of our tool, we're really going in a metrics way where nobody's really gone using natural language processing and artificial intelligence. Um, In fact, I'll just get one of the areas that um, we were speaking to um, Marriott and some other hospitality companies, but even it applies to really any company like Wegmans as well. Um, And a key question, companies can't Get, there's get it's impossible to get your hands on, is um, how do we know when candidates don't choose us why they didn't pick us? And, you know, there's no way to get that right now because mm-hmm. they're not going to fill out a survey. They already left. Um, and even the ones that do take it, fill out, even surveys, that's just a whole nother realm. What we're doing is not using surveys. We're using online data. We've programmed it. We can identify who's a potential candidate, who applied, who didn't apply, who might apply that didn't apply. Um, we can really look at um, segments of the population Um, And we can find folks that actually did apply and figure out why they didn't or or where they went and why. Um, And that's just what we're calling, Jim, sort of the black box of data. That's Mm -hmm. just one example of areas that we're able to find because we're in a world right now that data is not a problem. Whatever questions that we have, whatever challenges we want to answer, we can get at that data uh, because there's so much of it online, but it's, how can we do it quickly, effectively, and at a at a cost, at a value that companies can afford? And we have unlocked all of that. And you can tell by my voice, I'm super excited. I'm excited to be on your show <laughs> because I don't think I, I think people are probably going to be listening. My guess is most people that we talk to are in disbelief. They can't believe that it's possible. And then when they sit down with us and they see what we've done. They're like, whoa, and we're very small, so we actually haven't got the word out. We're not, we are not—we haven't even hard launched, Jim. I think, I think you know that. Uh, yeah. We're just talking to some big um, global brands, and we've done some work already, and we're just at the tip of the iceberg, and we're really excited.
0: Yeah, I was uh, impressed by some of the data that I saw there. If I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys can put together something akin to a net promoter score, in a very yep. short amount of time. Uh, Absolutely. And, short and, and not energy. just, yeah,
1: go ahead. yeah. sorry. Oh, I was going to say, you mentioned net promoter score, and I just want to clarify. Yes, when we talk about net promoter score, we usually talk about customer net promoter, but obviously we're talking about recruiting right here on your show. So we actually do have employee net promoter. I just wanted to clarify that Um, net promoter scores. And that's just, we have many, many other metrics around that because it's not all just about net promoter. Are they promoting or detracting from their, from your brand? But we've got all different kinds of elements of pride and what people are saying. And we can really drill down as to, okay, what are they proud of? And how long are they, they staying? What are the reasons they're staying for? It's just a lot more, but I'm glad you mentioned that one because that is key on people's minds.
0: Uh, the, the company, the typical customer for you would have to be somebody with maybe uh, what a thousand employees, five thousand or more, something like that. Going to be these really big companies to use you.
1: Yeah, I would say for the uh, metrics part, I would say probably about a thousand. However, um, there may be companies, Jim, that are small, but they have a huge customer base or, P- or a really big online presence. So it's more just about what the chatter is. And, um, you know, just to even some companies have asked us, hey, can you just tell us how much data there is out there on us? So and if in doubt, people can find out. Hey, that
0: rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> You're a poet, and you didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back at you, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I looked at um, some of your information before, it reminded me of persona marketing, where uh, companies will spend uh, a lot of money, I think, to uh, figure out the demographics of their customer. Uh, to mm-hmm. see uh, who they are, where they live, what interests them, what does not interest them, how they truly see the company. And mm-hmm. when I saw your your data, it reminds me of that. So uh, a recruiting department can do the same thing, build a persona around their candidates or the people they want to hire. And that can help mm-hmm. inform their their strategy overall for hiring, can help inform their Uh, job descriptions, the way they write their job descriptions, maybe even how they format their career site. Is that correct?
1: Definitely. And even to take a step back, because to do that, a company has to already have an idea of who they want to hire. But I think it's really interesting. We could absolutely do that to take a step back and just say, hey, you know, what kind of people would really benefit our company um, and really do a study on that. There's something we're getting ready to do all on the uh, theme of diversity and inclusion. And we want to actually, are going to be able to look at companies that are diverse versus those that are not um, how, you know, just how that sort of plays out to create more value um, more uh, business success um, and, and really how companies can really um, address diversity inclusion in a way that really benefits everybody. Um, so, so I'm just giving an example, but absolutely what you mentioned, um, we can definitely do. Wow.
0: Um, I mean, but another, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I may have to invite you back to talk about the, the results of that, because I've always found that uh, companies that are more diverse are more profitable, and it also helps mm-hmm. against uh, groupthink because mm-hmm. everyone thinks the same way all the time. Uh, there could be catastrophic consequences like say Kodak probably thought at one point that you know printed pictures would never change. And it's probably how a lot of people thought because when digital cameras came along they they were really slow (laughs) to adopt it and end up uh, falling by the wayside. And there are a lot of examples like that. So I've always looked at diversity as a competitive advantage for any company really.
1: Yeah. And we know one other area Companies just need to look at their customer base to mm. figure out what kind of diversity they need within. Um, and I just think some of the work that we also can do is with merging the customer experience with the employee experience. Mm. And we can actually look at uh, through the customer lens, what the customer thinks about the workforce. And uh, recently uh, we were asked to look at um, You know, for a company like, I think it was McDonald's, you know, um, do they, does does, does our workforce or what they think of our workplace impact if they're going to come to McDonald's? So think about that for recruiting, (laughs) you know, Mm. um, you know, when you're recruiting, well, and by the way, right now, a lot of customers are thinking about applying for a job. So the mm-hmm. lines are really blurring between customers and employees. And that's one of the areas we're really interested in looking at um, and that we absolutely have the capability to look at. And that has to do with um, recruitment.
0: You know, what might also might be an interesting case study for, for your, uh, your data magicians to, to work on is what? the impact of uh, politics and culture as it mm-hmm. uh, pertains to recruiting. So, I've been seeing in the news a bit more here this year, uh, here and there, mm-hmm. about employees protesting uh, how their employers working. I'm thinking, for example, of how some Google workers are complaining about yeah. Google's work with China, or some other company, I think Microsoft employees were complaining about the work they were doing with the government around the border mm-hmm. security, things like that. I wonder mm-hmm. how those cultural. Uh, and societal news stories uh, would affect recruiting. Should a company embrace uh, the the stand that they fully support X? You know, if they really go full full front, I mean, full frontal, <laughs> really go full speed <laughs> and and uh, push out that they are really big proponents of some societal issue. How would that affect recruiting for them overall? Would it make it worse make it better?
1: Uh, Well, I'm so glad you brought this up because mm -hmm. these news stories are real time. Mm -hmm. And for when companies respond to this, like let's even take Starbucks. Do you remember a year ago or so in Philadelphia, there was like a big ordeal. Somebody uh, came in, was sitting in
0: a Starbucks and
1: I don't remember. I just remember there was police and it just, oh, it yeah. just wasn't good. And after that, mm-hmm. you remember?
0: I do remember that story. It was, uh, two African American gentlemen were sitting there. And I think that, uh, the Starbucks cashier, uh, was, uh, approached them about loitering and suggested they buy something or something. And they, they felt that they were being discriminated against cause they were asked to buy something while they were sitting in Starbucks. I think it was something yeah. along those lines. Well,
1: you have a good memory. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered <laughs> the details of that. But so, so look at that as, as an example. And this is the sort of thing that happens all the time with companies. And it's like, um, you know, they have to respond right away. And who knows how many people were applying to work at Starbucks during that whole ordeal. That maybe they said, you know what, I'm not going to work at Starbucks because of this. Mm. But our yeah. data is real time. So once we're working with a client, um, we can easily provide instant data on what are recruits thinking, what are your current employees thinking of this incident, that all helps to formulate and helps company real-time address a news story, a situation like that, to turn it into a positive, uh, because they they can. It's an opportunity for them. Um, you know, to, to be able to do that. And I'm trying to think there was a, um, gosh, there was a company recently where I thought, gee, you guys, when something goes wrong, it's really an opportunity to go out there and make a statement in the right sure. direction.
0: Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure it is. I'm thinking of right now, an example of that where <clears throat> there was a, uh, the world cup, I think it was two years back, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the World cup from two years back. And then there was an Italian soccer player, who mm-hmm. bit the ear of someone on the soccer field during a skirmish. And everyone was tweeting about how crazy that was. And then I, I believe it was Snickers that quickly jumped on it and said, instead of eating somebody's ear off, have a Snickers or something like that. And it got tweeted yeah. like thousands retweeted tens of thousands of times, And they got so much free advertising by jumping on, that uh, <laughs> that event in real time, so yeah, uh, I, can, I can see your point of capitalizing on some sort of news trend or some news story, and then turning it around. But of first, of course, you have to figure out if it is trending, and if it perhaps mm-hmm. maybe resonating with the audience that you want to recruit. Mm-hmm.
1: But one other thing I just want to mention on that, in addition to you know just being able to res- a company respond quickly. Companies that truly are brandful already, and that brandful company is, you know, the employees really behind the brand 100%. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of trust in these organizations when you are brandful, you can depend on your employees, even people who are applying to uh, work at your company and your customers to defend you individual on an individual basis. And this does happen. So um, in these situations, I mean, I didn't see a Starbucks employee or somebody else, you know, come out and, 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 and get something viral going, but it is possible. And I think it really has happened. Um, but that's, Part of the other thing we 're trying to do you know is is ha- set the environment and help companies be um, structured and you know, in a, have a culture that really helps protect their brand
0: most definitely and in your in, in regards to your example at Starbucks, I, I do remember that, and I remember the reaction where a lot of people, uh, notably African Americans, uh, defended Starbucks in that regard. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Starbucks is very popular in their neighborhoods. <laughs> and they were not having anything um, uh, diminish the Starbucks brand from what I could tell. From the different memes and, and tweets and Instagram stories I saw about it. Uh, so yeah. yeah, most definitely. Very, cool. very yeah, I, cool. I understand how your data can be you, that your system is using data to attract different people um, and to protect the brand. But I'm curious is as to how it could be maybe leveraged to retain a workforce because, as the song goes, it's cheaper to keep her. Uh, <laughs> any ideas around?
1: Exactly. That? Absolutely. Um, so, just similar to exit interviews, but a totally different way. Mm. Um, we have already done retention analyses, um, and I can point to one um, for McDonald's. It was really interesting. Um, We found that um, one of the top reasons that um, employees are um, leaving um, is because of learning and development opportunities. Mm. Um, Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. I was actually looking at a different slide. That was what what, um, drives them to be brandful and behind the brand. For retention, it was really local leadership, trust between their peers And whether employees felt that they were um, given what they were promised when they signed on. But we have a whole chart and, you know, all this interesting information and you can drill down on each one of these areas. Um, But so what we did, it was really interesting. They said, Hey, why don't you look into um, local leadership? Like, what is it? So we actually looked at all of the different behaviors Through our data, not through any surveys, but through our data, we were able to drill down on very specific behaviors um, that uh, bosses exhibit that helps employees stay or is the reason why why employees leave um, at McDonald's. Um, And so, for example, you wouldn't think, but like in a McDonald's where the bathroom is clean, that was a sign to some of the employees that, hey, I have a good boss, somebody I can trust because they can help us keep the bathrooms clean or they put this as a priority. But giving food, another idea example was um, when the boss gives free food to customers when they make mistakes or something like that, you know, when they go above and beyond for a customer, when they see their boss do that, that shows them, wow, this is a really great boss uh but we have we we found about 40 different elements positive and negative um then i think the negative i don't have to i'd have to pull it up
0: yeah but no it was, I, as yeah. you're saying that i was uh, i was having this image in my mind of a stock ticker and i know that a lot of um executives they they follow the stock ticker movement of the company's uh, stock uh because it affects everyone in the country and the company of course I think it would be really interesting if uh, Brandful had a stock ticker on a company's employment brand that the executive team could look at every day and say, oh, okay, our employees overall seem to like us, we're trending in the right direction, uh, and just and just sort of monitor that that employee brand stock ticker movement. I think that would be kind of cool to do.
1: Yeah, you know, that's a fantastic idea. And actually, that was one that is on our radar. Our goal, actually, is to create a list um, ranked with metrics, so numbers of top brandful companies um, that would be live that company, you know, anybody could go up and look and say, oh, who's on top or what are the scores going on? Mm-hmm. You know, we could do like um, a, a, a 12-month moving average. You know, you could do the, the, you know, just like you're saying, you could do the last couple of months. Um, but that's definitely on our radar. In fact, we're actually talking to some hedge funds. Um, and depending on how those conversations go, it, you know, doing that, we we have the capability. We could We could have that out, actually, in two months from today. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's already, it's funny. We just actually had a conversation last week about that. Um, wow. but it's a lot of data. Can you imagine? I mean, I can't even tell you, but I'll tell you just for two companies mm. for two weeks, mm. it was like, um, five to 10 million mentions and one mention is like a tweet wow so that was for two so we're talking our, our capability is we, we have it it's just it is very costly um but i would love you know from your lips to god's ears jim <laughs>
0: <laughs> well let me give you some inspiration around that too because i saw one company do this and i have never seen it repeated by any other company uh, now that I looked at all, every company in the world, maybe someone else is doing it, but I, I just haven't seen it. There's this company in Australia called Geeks to You, which is sort of like a, like a Best Buy. Uh, you go to a Best Buy and you have uh, what's it called? Geek Squad. Yeah, they have the Geek Squad who helps you with your technical issues. Uh, where this company in Australia was called Geeks to You, and what they did was they would poll their employees. And say, you know, uh, how do you like working here? And they would do it on a monthly basis. And they would use this system. I think it was called Tiny Pulse. And basically, it was, you know, uh, are you happy here? Are you sad here? Or whatever. And so it took like a second to hit the button. And what I thought was revolutionary about that was not that they were just polling their employees to see how how they were feeling, but that they would post that um, that information on the career site of their page so when you go to apply for a job with geeks to you not only do you see the company culture and all that kind of stuff but you see a very recent not real time but very recent data that shows how the employees are feeling about the company over the past 30 days or past 90 days over the past year Mm -hmm. so i've never seen any other company do something like that Now, i would love to see Something like that, like maybe like a real time or at least a monthly uh, mm-hmm. uh, stock ticker kind of thing on uh, sites like, say, Glassdoor or mm-hmm. uh, Kununu or Fairy God Boss or these other sites out there. Because someone can complain about an employer uh, to uh, say six months ago and the employer could have seen it and made the change and that problem is no longer an issue. But because that Mm -hmm. data is so old, someone who looks at it today will think that's Mm -hmm. still the issue now, you know. Mm -hmm. But if there was like a stock ticker showing what employees feel about the company in near real time, Mm -hmm. at least on a monthly basis, that would uh, work against all that kind of stuff.
1: Definitely. Well, like I said, we have the capability to do that. Um, And depending how things go over the next couple of months and how your listeners feel about this program. <laughs> um, I, I would love to be able to do that. Absolutely. And my goal in all of the work that I'm doing with Brandful is really to create win-win and make, make companies better, really raise the bar on companies, um, their workplaces and their bottom lines and their customers and really for everybody. Cause you know, I really believe having a great workforce and brand go together um, and it's the right thing to do. And it's profitable. By the way, I didn't even mention, I really have to mention on this, that we are, we are proving the employee customer service profit chain with our work. And we're going to be publishing that in the near future. But our data actually does link everything back to bottom line, treating your employees well, links directly back to bottom line.
0: Intriguing. Can you speculate on something that we might see in that report when it comes out?
1: Um I guess I mean, I would imagine it would be different for every company um, as to uh, my guess is is that the the value that your workforce brings to your brand will uh, vary by industry, um, and probably by company and how the the, the company is set up. But I think that that value can be maximized as the company invests more and gets gets it right. Hmm,
0: good that's to know. That's kind of the sneak peek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be like one of those annual reports that comes out, you know, uh, every year, or that's? What um, I mean? Yeah, that
1: one. Once we, uh, well, that will probably be a white paper mm-hmm. actually, um, and then all of our metrics. I mean, we haven't really decided yet our cadence, but once we really get rolling, I'm sure we'll have a lot of syndicated content.
0: Sure, sure, it sounds like one of those things that's gonna be quoted a lot in the industry, so uh, congratulations yes. in advance for that before it comes Thank out. Um, if someone you. wanted to get in contact with you and learn more about Brandful and, and the uh, the amazing data you have to offer, how can they contact you?
1: They uh, could, I think the best is to email Julia at brandfulcode.com. It'd be great if people could follow on Instagram. It's at B Brandful. That's B-E Brandful. Um, And anybody's welcome to purchase the book. Um, It came out actually a number of years ago in 2013, but it's all incredibly relevant. Uh, The Brandful Workforce, How Employees Can Make Not Break Your Brand.
0: Um, But
1: LinkedIn, absolutely. LinkedIn with me, Julia Gomez.
0: Cool. I will add links to this in the description of this podcast for those who want to reach out to you that way. Julia Gomez from Brandful. thank you so much for your time. I enjoyed our conversation.
1: Me too, Jim. I really, really appreciate it. Keep it going.
0: I'll do my best. thank you thank you thank you thank you a thousand times thank you for listening to my show if you love what you heard hate what you heard or don't know what you just heard i want to know about it if you would go to my blog over at jimstrout.com and leave me a note i would so much appreciate that all right until next time bye bye